Warning. The following presentation contains information that might contradict what you have previously heard, or believed to be true, about how the human body works, and contains material that is not suitable for closed-minded individuals. Enjoy! So thanks for uh, joining us today. We got uh, a little bit of a change in topics here. We're going to talk a little bit about some mental health issues. Uh, Richie's joining us again. Uh, thanks to her for hopping in and joining the, the conversation. Just so that uh, everybody's aware, we are talking about some mental health issues. We will bring bringing up some signs and symptoms of various issues. Please note that we are not your primary healthcare professional. And if you think that you have any of the issues that we are bringing up, please raise them with your own primary care physician or primary care provider. Okay. Would you like to start us off? Sure. Well, I'll introduce. So, so we are going to talk a little bit about attention deficit disorder, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder in terms of some brain activity issues and some kind of, I don't know if you want to call it societal issues, social issues as it relates yeah. to it, because uh, we were talking before recording the other day about the, there was a lot of, of stigma mm -hmm. that came to a lot of the, the mental health issues that I guess for lack of a better term is been lost over the last generation or so where we've become more accepting of neurotypical, neuroatypical behavior patterns, uh, whether it's attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, attention deficit disorder, um, autism spectrum issues, bipolar issues, those, those issues have become more accepted, but the, but there's a kind of a catch 22 of that acceptance. Mm -hmm. And so once again, we're going to talk about some signs and some symptoms of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, but a lot of people will say, oh, I also exhibit those things. Right. Um, I'm doing a research analysis project for psychology and my topic is about the trend that's been going on about uh, ADHD and like who has the right to say they have it because now everyone's just like everyone's popping up saying oh I have ADHD I have ADHD like it it minimizes like us who actually do have it um so there's just a lot of issues about that I feel like yeah and, and once again it goes back to the to the acceptance issue in terms mm -hmm. of willingness to accept it the other thing that uh we seen in terms of uh, an epidemiology trend is uh, almost a rush to diagnose mm -hmm. attention deficit issues in mm -hmm. young children within mm -hmm. the classroom. Uh, when we look at attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or attention deficit disorder, there are distinct signs and symptoms that you have to exhibit and you have to exhibit uh, depending upon which category of signs and symptoms we're discussing, you have to exhibit a minimum of six of the psychological and six of the behavioral consecutively over six consecutive months in order to have the diagnosis come into play. A lot of times what's happening, this goes into the whole uh, attention span issue. Mm -hmm. And so people think that, oh, I have bad attention span, so I must have attention deficit issues. But it's not about attention span. 
Yeah, that that's has- exactly what I put in my like no- analysis, like part one is some people just claim they have ADHD because they have difficulty focusing or they're disorganized. Um, but it's a lot more than that. Correct. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot more than that. And a, a lot of it has to deal with the fact that we tend to, and by we, I mean, society wise tend to overwhelm our schedules thinking that we can do more than what we are actually able to do in a 24 hour period of time. Mm-hmm. And, and then we lump some on with all of this. And once again, we're kind of contributing to it with, with this recording uh, is there's so much out there in terms of information that we, that we all want to get a hold of and, and learn from and have, and have access to. And when you have all this information out there, we have all this content out there, it's kind of difficult to figure out, okay, what's important, what's not important. What can I, what should I spend time on? What should I not spend time on? Mm-hmm. And then we don't teach, we don't teach very good management skills. Right. If you, if you think about your, your schooling, mm-hmm. very, very few elementary teachers teach you time management skills, teach you organization skills, how to, how to do a day planner. Almost no high school teachers teach you to do a, a day planner or a weekly planner. Right. And, yeah. and then you get to, and then you get into college and it's, and we expect you to have mastered those management skills and you haven't been taught those management skills. Mm. And since you haven't been taught those management skills, it's very hard to uh, all of a sudden time manage correctly. <laughs> yeah. And what, and what ends up happening, it goes into something that a, a student brought up uh, a, a while ago is that as a student, you, you don't want to metacognitively analyze yourself. You'd rather look for faults somewhere else. You don't want to elaborate more on that. Sure. So, so if, if something goes wrong, mm-hmm. it's, it, you don't want to internally, you don't want to look at, okay, what am I doing? What can I do better? It's, oh, it's the professor's fault. Oh, it's the teacher's fault. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. and, and so in part, and part of understanding the organizational skills that are necessary is understanding and being open and willing to do what's referred to as metacognitive analysis. Look at what was, what was my fault? Right. Oh, I got a bad. So we use tests because that's what everybody goes off of in terms of gauging learning, even though you and I have had this conversation multiple times that tests don't mean anything and grades are arbitrary at best. Right. Um, But you get a bad test grade Mm -hmm. and it automatically becomes the professor didn't tell me what to study. Mm. Or I had five different tests all on the same day instead of looking okay, when, instead of, okay, I have these days on the schedule and I'm going to goal orient my, my schedule to be ready for X, Y, and Z in terms of the, the tests mm-hmm. and understand, okay, how much time do I have to spend for this? How much time to spend for that? Which course is really difficult? Which course is not that difficult? Which, which assignment am I going to have to write, put away for a couple of days, come back, read it again, mm. make edits to what I wrote because 
it, everything we write makes perfect sense the first time we write it. But then right. you give it to somebody to read and they kind of scratch their head and they give, and they give you the confused dog face mm-hmm. as to what are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. And, and so when you, when you're in school, particularly when you're in, when you move into the higher levels of education, when you get into college and, and, and into professional education, it's about time management skills more than it is about the content, even though everybody kind of harps about the content. You got to, and you've heard this from a number of students. It's like, I got to memorize, I got to memorize, I got to memorize. And it's, it's no, you got to, you, you have to learn. Right. And, and, and part, and part of learning is understanding how do I organize my day, my week, my month mm-hmm. so that I can get what I need to get done, done, but still have time to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times so like people, it's like, oh, it's just like, it's like, I'm not being attentive. I have poor attention span or I'm, for, I'm forgetting this or I'm forgetting that. And I was like, well, did you write down an organizer? And I get a blank stare. It's just like, well, what do you mean? And, and then it's like, so I, and I pull out, it's like, it's like, well, I got, I have alerts coming on my phone. I have alerts upon alerts. I have my whiteboard with stuff for mm-hmm. me to do. I have my notepad with my daily to do's and, and you get in, it's one of those things that you get taught with organizational skills, right? Is that you have to-do lists. Yeah. I have, I have one on paper in my room. I have them on all my devices, um, a bunch always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and what's up happening is, is that because we try to take on, take on more and more and more, because we don't like to let people down, we overwhelm ourselves with tasks to do. Mm-hmm. And because we overwhelm ourselves with tasks to do, we feel like, like stuff is slipping. And then, mm-hmm. and once again, what we, what we don't want to do is we don't want to do the metacognitive analysis and figure out, okay, what did I do wrong? I got to find a scapegoat. And so what's happening is that because attention deficit hyperactivity disorder has become more acceptable, mm. people will just say, oh, it's, I have my ADD. It's my ADD. Oh, right. Right. And, and it goes into, and it goes back to like, okay, why would people automatically say that it's ADD? And it's because, oh, I have, I'm not being attentive. I have very short attention spans. And the reason why, and it's, just, it's attention span is a societal thing. Mm-hmm. And the reason why attention spans are, are short is because we have through the use of publications, mm. particular audio video, audio video publications. Right. Right. Like everything is excessively short. Yes. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's like, um, um, I don't know if you remember from your speech class, the elevator pitch where you have 90 seconds to basically sell oh. something. And so a I lot didn't, of times didn't learn about that. Yeah. And so, so, so an elevator pitch is basically you're trying to sell something, but you only have a very short amount of time to do it. And so most elevator pitches are, okay, you're in, you're riding an elevator, please sell me what you're going to try to sell me before we get to the next floor oh. type pitch. Yeah. And if you think about a lot of the, particularly with the fact that we've gone away from a lot of the, the mass media to more of the internet media. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 
you, you know, I'm bad with the, the, the tech, uh, it was the TikTok stuff. Thank you. Um, Instagram. I was, I, was, I, was try, I was trying to remember what, what it was called. Um, the, the TikToks or the, the Instagram reels. Yes. And it's something that, that, uh, people have basically kind of pitched me on, on taking the, the longer content ones. Mm. And you've, you've, you've seen these where I take the, the long content yeah. presentations and I, I, I give you a 60 second clip. Yep. Or I give you a 90 second clip. Mm -hmm. And for some of them, um, like there's one that I'm in the process of trying to figure out how to actually get it. So it's manageable on periodization because mm -hmm. people will say, Oh, I want to do this. I want to have this change. It's just like, okay, well, how are you going to do it? And they have no clip. Mm -hmm. And, and within that, it has to deal with, okay, once again, it goes back to organization and planning and figuring out, okay, how am I going to attain what I need to attain? Right. right. And, and so, and so we don't have the attention span we used to have. And part of it is because what's happened is that we have truncated, we have shortened. Mm, yes. The, the expectancy for when do I get my information? And what we don't want is we don't want to have information as information. We want to have information as entertainment. Yeah. Where if I don't, if, if I can't get into the pitch, if I can't get into the content that's being sold to me, I tune it out. Mm. And once again, it goes back to, there's so much out there. Yeah. And it's like, like every, like everybody's a content maker. <laughs> if, if you think about it, cause, cause yeah. we're all, we're all, we're all making content. Yep. It's, it's whether or not we have an audience to, mm -hmm. to listen to the content that, that we're producing. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk to, when we, when we talk about like attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and people say, oh, it's, uh, I can't pay attention to, to anything, or I have like five devices going on all at once. Well, that's not, that's not an attention deficit issue. That's a, that's a, you needing to have constant stimulus issue. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it could be an attention deficit issue. Yeah. Mainly because of, and it goes into the, to the neuroanatomy and the neurophysiology of attention mm -hmm. deficit hyperactivity disorder. Mm -hmm. One of the neurotransmitters that come into play is the same neurotransmitter that comes into play when, when we talk about reward response. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah. And, and, and so, so we have dopamine coming exactly. into play. Exactly. And so people with attention deficit issues, not all, but some people with attention deficit issues have dopamine outflow or dopamine receptor issues mm -hmm. where the, um, within the limbic system, right. The, the nuclei within the limbic system don't produce enough dopamine yeah, or don't respond to dopamine correctly. Mm -hmm. And so what they tend to do, and these are, these tend to be our inattentive hyperactive in, individuals mm -hmm. where they are going to be our risk takers. <laughs> in terms of the attention deficit issues, uh, so they can be a little bit obstinate in terms of the attention deficit. So, so when we look at attention deficits, it's, it's not just, oh, like uh, bouncing off the wall. Yeah. Hyperactive individual, hyperkinesthetic individual, mm -hmm. hypermotion individual. Uh, these are people in, with the do with a dopamine issue who are constantly trying to get the, the reward. And so yeah. When we look at reward re reward response with the with the oh I have to have I'm like, I'm always checking my phone for the for the alerts I'm always looking yes. at the at the who likes and who doesn't like and who's subscribing and who's following and who is yeah we always want that like dopamine hit like yep. the next thing onto the next thing mm -hmm. yeah 
And, and so, and so when we look at the attention deficit issue, if we look at some of those, those six qualities that we have in terms of the cognitive effects within the attention deficit issue, most of those six qualities are going to be linked with some sort of reward response or mm-hmm. prefrontal cognitive mm-hmm. effect. And a lot of times when it happens, and this goes into the, uh, not really a misdiagnosis, but a misapplication of the attention deficit issue within children. Mm-hmm. And there's a gen- there's, there's gender differences. And I'm using this, the social term gender differences here. Uh, there's differences between male, female, mm-hmm. neuroanatomy, neurophysiology that leads to underdiagnosing of attention deficit issues in girls and overdiagnosing of attention deficit issues in boys within the elementary school age group. Oh, but in adults. In an, in an adult. In mani- research, it's mm-hmm. more with women who mm-hmm. have and it manifests itself quite differently mm-hmm. in between males and in between women and men. We'll use the, the gender, the, the social gender terms uh, in between male, uh, men and women. It manifests itself quite differently. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a huge difference in the manifestation that we see in between the males and females. If we look at that, that differences that we see in terms of, okay, what are the symptoms that I might be presenting with? And so when we look at, okay, what are we going to see in terms of that, that symptomality, the signs and symptoms that we have within the, uh, the individual with attention deficit hyperactivity issues, mm-hmm. we have time management issues. Yes. We have inability to control emotions. Oh um, yeah. There's also um, rejection sensitivity. Mm-hmm which I am very, which I have. Um, we, and, 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 and that emotion, the, the emotional issues, the rejection and the, the rejection sensitivity issue yeah. leads to uh, stress management issues. Yeah. You have uh, inattentiveness issues and the inattentive issues is about interest more than mm-hmm. about distractions. Exactly. And like, um, growing up, I've always been like a hobby hopper mm-hmm. and not stay focused on one hobby. I'll, I'll be there for a while and I'll fixate on it for a while and then I'll get bored in and just jump into the next mm-hmm. thing. And, and, and so you, you have, you have those, you have those factors coming into play. Uh, you tend to, uh, have problems listening to others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You become distracted, but it's not like I said, and I, we've talked about this before, and I've kind of mentioned it previous in, in, in another uh, conversation discussion piece. You've become easily distracted, and I like to talk about in terms of shiny objects and squirrels. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. not like oh, shiny object, oh, shiny object, oh, shiny object. There's a I didn't I didn't bring this up. Someone else brought this up. Um, I don't know if you remember the the Pixar movie Up, mm-hmm. the 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 golden retriever Doug. Yeah. That is classic kind of ADD type mm. behavior where at least let me phrase it, that's what people think of as classic ADD type behavior where you forget what you're doing. All of a sudden something piques your interest and you go pay attention to it and then you come back to it and you come back. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, is that you become distracted and the distraction leads to fixation. Mm-hmm. Like you were talking about, like you, you, you um, hobby jump. 
Yeah. You go from one hobby to another hobby from one for you go from practicing one musical instrument to practicing another musical instrument, but never actually mastering the musical instrument. Because you become because you become intellectually bored with. Yeah. With it. And so when we talk about like attention deficit issues and the inability to or the ease by which you become distracted, the inattentiveness that people think that they have with attention deficit issues, you're not inattentive. You become focused, you become focused on one minute aspect of this new stimulus. Mm-hmm. It's just like like shiny objects and squirrels. It's like, oh, there's a squirrel. Oh, what kind of squirrel is it? Yeah. Oh, that squirrel's climbing up a tree. What kind of tree is that? Oh, it's a shiny object. Uh, what kind of metal is that shiny object? Mm-hmm. What color is that shiny object? It's not, it's, it's not you're bouncing between things. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you are becoming attentive to something else within the conversation. Oh, right. Or something else within the, the stimulus mm-hmm. to the point where you start a task, but it's very hard to finish the task without having somebody there to kind of prod and guide you along in the task that you're trying, that you're trying to, uh, trying, trying to master, you're trying, you're trying to achieve. Mm, yeah. And, and so a lot of times what's up happening is because you have that inattentiveness uh-huh. that I'm going to pay, fo- I'm going to focus here. And then I'm also going to focus there and I'm going to hyper-focus on that one thing because it, it drew my attention to it. I mm-hmm. became interested in it. People tend to not like to play with you. And people have problems working with you because they think that you don't want to work with them. Where what you're doing is your 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 I guess I guess fixation is the, probably the best best word here is you're fixated on a small minute detail that has piqued your interest, mm-hmm. as opposed to this big other thing that you're, that you're doing mm-hmm. that you don't have interest in because it's too big, too complex mm-hmm. for you to have the interest in in attending to. Yeah or 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 working on I also find myself like when I am super focused on something like doing work it's mm-hmm. so so hard for me to jump out of that mm-hmm. um like to just switch my attention as well like if I'm if, if I sit here on my computer and you know do my work I won't get up for like five hours and I'm like oh my god where did the time go yep and it's yeah, yeah. hard to switch out of that. Exactly. It's, it's hard to switch out of that. It, but at the same time, you can, people with attention deficit hyperactivity disorders need to have kind of white noise in the background, mm-hmm. but can't work in a hyper kinetic workplace. You can't yeah. have, you can have stuff happening, but you can't have too much stuff happening. Yes. And that, and that, and so like uh, people like, Oh, I, I have attention deficit issues. I have to, I have to do like, like five things at once. People with attention deficit issues don't do five things at once. Mm-hmm. Multitaskers might try to do five things at once. Yeah. People with attention deficit hyperactivity disorders are not very good multitaskers. Yeah. They will try to be multitaskers, but mm-hmm. stuff will, stuff will slip because what they'll do is they'll hyper-focus on one task. Mm-hmm. They'll think they got it done and they'll move to the next task and they'll hyper-focus yeah. on that. Uh, and they'll think they got it done and they'll move to the next task. And then they'll come back and revisit the tasks that, that they have started and realize that nothing ever got done. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to be doing this, but I, yeah, I find myself in that position. Yep. And, and so, and so people with, with and, and so, and once again, people will say, oh, I have, I have attention deficit issues because this is like, I'm bouncing. It's like, no, it's, it's, there's more to attention deficit issues 
then just being able to be attentive to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you got some uh, insight into attention deficit and hyperactivity disorders and some of the causes that uh, might bring it about, as well as some of the issues related to the uh, social stigmas or social acceptances that take place around neuro and neurological issues. If you like what we're putting out, please make sure that you go ahead and uh, subscribe to the publications that we're doing. Please make sure you like if you also enjoy what we're putting out there. It helps us out with all the algorithms.